Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn double. Seriously. See terms and conditions and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. All right, let's bring in a guy to talk some NFL, Albert Breer from Monday Morning Quarterback. Albert Breer checking in from his house. I thought it would be parts unknown now that summer's here. Albert, how are you, man? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? You're you're just back from Paris, right? I am. Wow, look at you. What, do you follow me on Instagram? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, I did see it on It was Instagram. a lot of fun, That's man. Right. Yes, yes. Not not as fun as, I'm sure, Nantucket and your uh, summer dealings uh, up there in the Northeast. Uh, but uh, let's dive right in. Hey, DeAndre Hopkins released by the Cardinals while I was on vacation. And Eric Mangini came on earlier and said, hey, the Browns make a lot of sense. Um, mm. You know, he made it sound like he wants to go to a team with a great quarterback. Your gut tell you he'd take less to play with, say, Mahomes or Josh Allen? Or do you think he wants to get the bag mm-hmm. and go to, like, Atlanta or Chicago or something? Well, I think that's the real question. You know, like that's what everybody's waiting on. And I think that's what's going to determine where this thing goes. And, you know, really going back to the Cardinals effort to trade him, um, you know, the Chiefs and Bills were the two teams that had substantial draft or trade talks with them, with them. And in both cases, what, you know, prevented it from happening was what the te- those teams were willing to do financially for DeAndre Hopkins, which wasn't close to the near $20 million he was going to make in Arizona. And, you know, as part of that, like the Chiefs were also pursuing Donovan Smith, the left tackle from Tampa. So they essentially gave the contract they were going to give to Hopkins to Smith. The Mm. Bills have sort of moved on. I think to reengage either of those teams, he'd have to go at a discount. And so, you know, you sort of hit the nail on the head there, J-Mac. You know, this is going to come down to what's important to him. Does he want to take less to go chase a ring, you know, with Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City or Josh Allen in Buffalo? 
Um, and maybe, maybe like, you know, like have that hope out there that he can cash in in 2024 if he shows he can make it through a full 17 game season and play the way that, you know, we've been accustomed to seeing him play or, and nobody could be able to, nobody could blame him for this, you know, for a guy who turns 31 next week, does he want that one last bite of the financial apple? I think that's going to determine where he winds up, winds up going. And, you know, the Browns certainly make some sense because they have the cap space. They have a quarterback with a relationship with them. They also have dealt with this sort of thing in the past and in, in, in acquiring Jadevian Clowney the last couple of, of off seasons and having to manage a guy who doesn't practice very much. So Cleveland makes, makes a lot of sense for those reasons. Buffalo and Kansas City make sense because they're places where he can go and win. But the question is, you know, how much does he feel like he has to make? Um, you know, especially when you look back at the history of how this has gone the last couple of months and how, how the Odell Beckham situation sort of poisoned the water mm. uh, with Kansas City there at the end. Do you think the, these comments, NFL executive says Hopkins can't run anymore? I know he wasn't great last year, but he was playing in a crappy situation. Cardinals were a dumpster fire. I just wonder, is this some smart GM putting this out there to knock down Hopkins' trade value, no. knowing that, hey, no. the dude's only 31, man. He, he wasn't checked no. in last year. Well, so, like, there are a lot of questions here, oh. right? Like, and, and I think the big ones are ones that we've become, become accustomed to asking of Hopkins, which, like, he's never been that fast. He's never been a great separator, and guys like that play with a smaller margin for error. He's been able to get it done with balance and hand-eye coordination and toughness and physicality and his lengths. Um, you know, that's how he's always gotten it done. And so if you're dealing with a shorter margin for error, if he's lost a step, he's going to feel that more than a guy who runs 4-3. So, like, that's certainly a valid question and one that NFL teams have. Um, he's only played 16 games the last two years, and he barely practices at all. So that's the other thing is, is this mm. like a Julio situation where Julio, mm. um, when he was in Atlanta, barely missed a game, but had to be managed in a pretty heavy way um, because of all the injuries that he'd had. And then he gets to Tennessee and all of a sudden that comes home to roost. So, you know, I, I, I think the league has spoken and said that um, he's not worth $20 million or else somebody would have thrown a pick to the Cardinals to go and get him. And another question becomes what he's actually worth. And we'll find that out here soon enough. Um, but it's certainly a fraction of what he was worth three or four years yeah, ago, that's it, for sure. Say more about this. He doesn't practice at all. The guy's like 30, 31 years old, and he's not practicing? What's that yeah. about? Well, that's I mean, that's just a function of how he's taking care of his body, you know, and, and he had so many nagging little injuries um that, you know, it got to the point at the end in Houston where he wasn't practicing at all. And Arizona took him on knowing that. So he didn't practice much for the Cardinals either. It was just sort of the plan to get him ready for, for games every Sunday. And he required that level of maintenance. And again, that's like where the larger question is here, J-Mac, is like if he required that level of maintenance at 28, 29, what's he going to look like at 31, 32? Mm. You know, and could this become a bigger problem as he gets older? Logically, it would. Um, and then, you know, like there's that question too. Like if he's not practicing and he's one of the best players in your team, what message does that send to your locker room? What could that do for you culturally? Um, mm. That's why I think, like, you look at Cleveland and you know, having been through that the last couple of years with Jadevi and Clowney, and having a quarterback that he's familiar with that maybe he'd require a less, little less work to get, you know, kind of on the same page with, and Deshaun Watson. You know, maybe Cleveland has some subtle advantages here that people aren't talking about that would make them an ideal fit. Now, the question is whether or not they're willing to spend the money. They have it. You know, they do have cap space. They're near the top of the league in cap space. You know, the question is how far they're willing to go financially. And if they're willing to go clo get, get closer to, you know, that number that Odell Beckham got, 
um, you know, there, you know, at, at before the draft where, you know, I, again, like that's sort of what blew up, you know, the negotiation with Hopkins and the Cardinals and, mm-hmm. and the Chiefs was Hopkins saw what Beckham got, a $15 million base with the ability to make up to $18 million and said, well, he didn't play last year. I'm worth at least that. He's going to have to come off of that a little bit, but maybe the Browns get a little closer to it um, so he can kind of amend that in his head and, and, and go to a place that I think would be a pretty good fit. Uh, let's go to the Buffalo Bills. 13 wins last year, second best point differential in the league. Um, and I, I, I did a segment earlier. I said they're the team under the most pressure to, to win a Super Bowl this yeah. year. Um, you got to wonder about McDermott's future there. If I mean, this playoff loss they had to Cincinnati is just downright embarrassing. Um, Josh Allen obviously got to get to a Super Bowl. They haven't been able to get over the hump. Your, your thoughts on the Bills heading into the season? I think they were dealing with a lot more than people remember you know, at the end of last year. And I think that was an emotionally and physically worn out football team. Um, you know, they're, they're the obvious injuries, injuries. Josh Allen was dealing with the elbow. Von Miller had the ACL, so he wasn't playing at all. You know, and then you sort of look at what they went through. And I feel like a lot of that got snowed over at the end yeah. of the year, right? So twice that team was displaced towards the end of the year because of snowstorms. They had to, like, pick up their operation and go somewhere else two times on the back half of the season when everybody's worn out to begin with, um, you know, ahead of games. And then the DeMar Hamlin situation, obviously that weighed on everybody in the organization. And I think we like tend to remember a lot of that as a feel good story. Cause in a lot of ways it was, you know, like you had him up in the box for the week 18 game when, you know, there's the kickoff return to start the, the to, to, to start that one. And, you know, he's there again when they go and beat the dolphins and, you know, you're thinking to yourself, like, this was a great positive story. And again, it was for so many reasons. But what that team had been through over the course of, you know, five or six months was it was a lot. It was a lot. And so, you know, I think this is a team that that thinks it's being slept on right now that I think is going to come back refreshed. You know, I think you're going to get a quarterback who's going to be in better health going into the year than he was at the end of last year. And I mean, man, like if Vaughn Miller, if they can get him back on the field and playing the way he was at any point this year, um, at the beginning of last year, now we're talking about a different football team. So I actually like where Buffalo is huh. going into this season, even though they're much more under the radar than they were last year. This is why you're one of the best in the business, dude. I did not consider that displaced twice. That's good. That's, that's amazing. That's Breer. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 
888-789-7767. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Uh, let's go to the Patriots just because I like to take shots at them. Um, this Mac Jones <laughs> saga, like, come on, man. I, are we sure Bill O'Brien? First of all, let's be. I need you to rank the quarterbacks in the AFC East and then tell me, like, is there a world where Mac Jones, A, gets the Patriots to the playoffs this year, or B, finds himself, like, on the hot seat and Bill Belichick's looking for a new answer at quarterback next offseason? Yeah. Well, this is certainly like a big year for him. It's a big year for everybody in that organization. But, you know, I think we've seen like the history with the, the way the quarterbacks are, are paid as, as rookies, the first round quarterbacks. After year three is when you got to make a decision on the fifth year option. And it's when these guys are eligible for long term extensions. And generally, you know, if you go into year four with that unresolved, it can make things awfully awkward. And so you want to find out what you have in year three. Um, that's why the Dolphins, for example, went and got Jalen Waddle mm. and Tron Armstead and did all those different things, going and hiring Mike McDaniel, because they needed to find out on Tua last year. And they still really don't have answers, but they saw some good things. So I think that Mac Jones has to play well for the Patriots not to have that door wide open after this year. And I'd even say it's a crack open now for Bailey Zappi to come in and, and shock the world. Not saying that's oh. going to happen, <laughs> but I think Bailey Zappi is going to get some opportunities in camp to show what he's got. Um, and then certainly this is a huge year for Mac Jones. And, you know, he has to show a lot of the things that he showed two years ago um, to kind of, I think, you know, not only affirm that the Patriots would be willing to pick up the fifth year option for 2025, but also, you know, get back in a place where they view him as a potential 10 year answer at the position. Mm-hmm. Because coming out of last year, there were a lot of people in that organization that didn't think he handled the year well. And to be fair to him, a lot of the circumstances were sideways and weird. Now you got Bill O'Brien. The defense should be really good. They should be able to run the ball, and we're going to see what what they have. Doesn't mean they need to win a Super Bowl, but Mac Jones got to make a lot of progress to 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 turn the internal view of him in that organization coming out of twenty twenty two. But he's definitely the fourth best quarterback in the division, right? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think him and two is close. Ooh, you know, I, I don't think there's any question of the two of the top two. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the way Mac played as a rookie. You can certainly, I mean, I, I think Mac's got the ability to be, you know, like a, a Kirk Cousins, Andy Dalton, oh. like a really solid starting wow. quarterback, but maybe a guy that keeps you wanting a little bit. Wait, wait, hold on. Al and, Albert, did you say Kirk, has, Kirk Cousins and Andy Dalton? Yeah, I mean, like, that, but that, like, see, everybody looks at, like, when you say these things, they take it as an insult. Kirk Cousins is a really good Yeah, no, he's good. Yeah, I don't think Mac Jones is right. close to and, him. And Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton, for, for all the hits he's taken... Got the Bengals to the playoffs five years That's in a row. Right. That had yeah, never been done before, right? And like I, Chad Pennington was the, the 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 comp that I liked when 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 Mac Jones was coming out of college. Like 
Chad Pennington was a really good quarterback. Went to the playoffs with two different teams, you know? So I think we... I think we've kind of like gotten to the point where we view these all as yes or no questions, right? Like either yes, he is, or no, he isn't. And so is he Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow? I don't think so. And I don't think he ever gets there. Maybe he proves me wrong. I don't think he ever gets there. Can he be a quarterback in the league, a good starting quarterback in the league for 15 years? I think that that's on the table and he has to show that this year. Has Tua shown us that he's going to be more than that? Like I like Tua. But I don't know, J-Mac. Like, has he shown us he's more than that? Yeah, very fair questions. Uh, all right. Now, since you like yes or no questions, let's go to the San Francisco 49ers. Yes or no, there is a quiet feud simmering in the front office between Shanahan and uh, Lynch about who is the one that settled on Trey Lance, a quarterback that now is by far in their locker room, the number three guy on the depth chart. And both of themselves are trying to distance themselves from Trey Lance like what's going on between those two Shanahan and Lynch no I mean I think that everybody's locked in like I I I just uh, look like obviously it hasn't worked out right like I just view them as being like square in a championship window right now and you look at that roster and who they put on that roster up and down and what a good job they've done of building it up with Nick Bosa and Fred Warner and Trent Williams and Debo Samuel and George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey I mean they're loaded and this is the one thing that could take them down, right? Yeah. They don't even need great quarterback play. They need really good quarterback play. And, I mean, the one thing that could solve all of this is hitting on your seventh-round pick. And they think they have. Like, they think they've got a really good player in Brock Purdy. The elbow certainly complicates that. But, like, they don't view him as a seventh-rounder. Like, they don't look at him that way. And so whether they're right or wrong, we'll see. Um, but I, I think if you look at it and say – you know, Brock Purdy could become what they thought Mac Jones was in 2021. And they didn't take Mac Jones because they swung for the fences, right? With Trey Lance, thinking the high end was better there mm. and they could expand Shanahan's offense doing it. Well, that's not the worst of worst sequence of events in the world either, is it? Like where you took your big swing, it didn't work out. And maybe you wound up with a quarterback that was as good as the guy you're going to pass on anyway. So I, like that's sort of the way I look at it. I look like I, I think that 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 organization, the way that they've built over the last six years, I, they've been a model for everybody else. So, you know, I, I that one, they, they it certainly looks like 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 they got that one wrong. But I I do think, you know, even with some moving parts internally and, you know, I, I think after this year, there could be some 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 changes. And, you know, I think this really is the year to get it right with the current group of people. Um, I do think that everybody's locked in right now and trying to find the right quarterback and serving what's a phenomenal uh, roster. Very political answer. Well said. And look, like, I think that this, <laughs> this, this is another part of it too, J-Mac. Like, I mean, John Lynch came close to taking the Fox job last year, right? Like, so, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's impossible that, you know, there's a new general manager there in the next year or two. I'm not oh. saying it's going to happen, Ooh. but like, I don't think that's, imp- I don't think that's impossible. And I don't think anybody, if that were to happen, should read into it as like, this was some sort of huge problem between the two guys. Huh? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering, is it, did, so if you took a quarterback in 2021, that was, I believe the second COVID draft, right? 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can you get like a mulligan because, hey, it was COVID, it was weird, you know, we couldn't do uh, the in-depth stuff we wanted to. And I say this because the Jets took Zach Wilson second, already looking well, like a disaster. And the Niners, Trey Lance, that's a disaster. Fields goes 11, 
I like Fields. That's a lot of wait and see. Mac Jones went 15th, and he's the only one who has looked good, at least for a season. Yeah, you know who else went in the first round of the COVID draft? Henry Ruggs, Damon oh, Arnett. Geez. Like, there were all of these. Like, if you look at it, no, seriously, though, if you look at it, like, there were a lot of, like, swings and misses. Justin Jefferson lasted all the way to the, <laughs> what is it, 21st pick, 22nd pick, right? Like, if you look at that draft class, like, what we were all saying at the time, like, look out now, like, there could be some, there could be some real swings and misses here because the teams aren't able to do a lot of this stuff. They weren't able to do a lot of the stuff over the last month of the process they would normally do as far as going and working guys out privately and bringing them in for 30 visits and learning more about who they are. Like, maybe somebody would have figured out, like, Justin Jefferson is going to make it work no matter what. And maybe he is not just a slot receiver. Maybe somebody would have sat down and said, like, sat down with Damon Arnett and figured out, like, like he had character issues before his last year at Ohio State. Like, yeah, he mm. bounced back, but I don't know if I really trust him. You know, like those are the sorts of discussions that very well might have happened if COVID hadn't sort of turned that process upside down. Huh. So I certainly think we're going to be looking back at that year, like a few years out and saying like, man, like, you know, like you can see like the last month, six weeks of the draft process really are important because in that one year, taking that whole piece of the process out of the equation really made a difference. Yeah, and that's a great point because um, in 2020, yeah, I know you're an Ohio State guy. Chase Young goes yeah. second. He had a good start to his career, but they didn't pick up the fifth year. And Okuda's already been shipped out of Detroit. By the right. way, uh, what do you make yeah. of the Chase Young stuff? I think that knee injury is way worse than people thought. Oh. Like, I, 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 it was, I mean, like that, what I was hearing from people in Washington and like, you know, December and January was like, he, he was having trouble moving around, period, you know? And like, so, you know, I, it just, it sounded like they were really struggling with the idea of bringing him back at the end of last year. And they didn't feel like he was himself. And unfortunately, because of the way the rules work now, you weren't really going to get to see him in any sort of football activity before you had to make a decision on that fifth year option. The other thing is, look how much they've got invested on the defensive line. I mean, they've already paid Deron Payne. They've already paid Jonathan Allen. And now you got both Montez Sweat and Chase Young coming up. And Montez Sweat's already shown he's a really effective pass rusher and is going to command a lot of money. And then you got Chase Young, who looked like a generational talent before he got hurt. Yeah. And so I think they're going to probably going to wind up having to make a choice between the two. You know, I think that that's what the injury has done to this, where it's like, you know, you're going to get like a couple weeks into camp and it's like either Chase Young looks like, oh, my God, he's all the way back. And now we've got a real decision to make or, wow, Chase's knee is a real mess. Mm -hmm. And now, like, let's go ahead and like really get going on a Montez sweat extension, get him done and we'll let the year play out with Chase. I think that's the sort of situation it's sort of setting up to be. All right. Albert Breer, senior reporter and lead content strategist. That just sounds cool. <laughs> uh, Monday morning quarterback. Thanks a lot, man. Enjoy the summer. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Jamie. I appreciate All it. All right. Albert Breer, uh, one of the best in the biz. And let's go to another one of the best in the biz. Alex Curry with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Uh, Old J-Mac, the NBA Finals tip off tonight, which is so exciting. Now with the Nuggets 
sweep of the Lakers, they now face a different animal in the Heat, who became just the second eighth seed in history to reach the finals. Now, head coach Michael Malone isn't taking the matchup lightly, calling this their greatest challenge yet. Here's what he had to say. You get to the NBA Finals, it's not about seeding anymore. And for those that are thinking that this is going to be an easy series, um, I don't even know what to say to you people. I mean, like, this is going to be the biggest challenge of our lives. It's the NBA Finals. You know, this is, you're trying to win the first NBA championship in franchise history. It's going to be the hardest thing that we've ever done, which is the way it should be. I love the attitude. I do. He's he's kind of, he seems, I can't say that word on TV. He seems like a bit of a prickly fellow, let's just say that. Um, Okay. But... It's interesting. I laughed initially when he said that, but yeah. Alex, I'm looking at experience in the NBA Finals. Yeah. And Denver has like KCP and anyone else with real experience. Meanwhile, Miami, Jimmy Butler's been there. Yeah. Kyle Lowry's been there. Ben Metabio. Like, they got a lot of experience. Will that matter? Yes. Are you kidding? Yes. Having, having finals, having playoff experience matters. Having finals experience matters in any sport across all leagues but as you're seeing and we we kind of talked about it on the star players aspect earlier in the show but both these coaches kind of have the best attitude and mentality heading into this finals as well it's it's no excuse do whatever it takes kind of underdog mentality because even though denver's a favorite they've never won an nba title in franchise history so they're trying to do something that's never been done before and then you have the heat who are only the second eighth seed in history to make it to the nba finals and then Heat are not going to be easy they beat the best teams in the east they completely took out the bucks and Giannis with the best record and then the second best in the celtics and handled them so yeah, I mean, he's right. They, they're going to have their work cut out for him. Let he me said, hit player point totals for tonight. Kay. Jimmy Butler is over under 26 and a half points. How would you handicap that? Over. Really? I'm going to take over. Okay, so he's going to go off. He, in game one? He has to go wow. off. Wow, okay. So I bet the Nuggets favor by nine. Yeah. I smell a blowout. So I would oh, not be... nugout. You think the Nuggets, nuggets are going to blow out. So okay. I would look... I would not bet any overs on the heat. I mean, if there's a scenario like... Hey, there's an extra day of rest between game one and two. It, it makes sense. Like, hey, we're coming off a grueling seven-game series. We're just at altitude. If they're down 15, like, you probably rest your guys for game two. So I would not look at overs on Butler. However, Jamal Murray, 25 and a half, and Jokic is 27 and a half. Do you like either of those? Jokic is how much? 27 and a half. 27 and a half, and then Murray is? 25 and a half. 25 and a half. Murray's been like... He can't miss shots. He's clutch. I, he has been I like so him. clutch. I, I'd take the over on Murray. That's that's the guy I would be looking yeah. at as well. Unless, like Rick Buecher said, the strategy is let's hug up the shooters. Let's okay. let Jokic have 50 if he needs to. And then Murray doesn't get the shots or looks. And then I'm ticked off. So, it, it, listen, game one sometimes a feeling out process, like a boxer in a fight, you know? It is. And Denver's had a lot of rest, which can be good. But also, you haven't played a game. That's right. Could be in rusty. what? But is it five? Ten- I think nine days. That's a yeah. long time to not play a game. Eight or nine, yes. And then you have the Heat coming off an exciting series win, ready to go. So, yeah. and you said what they've won every game, every game one, one in the playoffs. Yeah. So, it's a big one. It's going to be a big one. All right. Well, sticking with the finals, Tyler Hero is still making his way back from a broken hand he suffered back in the first round against the Bucks. And here's what head coach Eric Spolstra had to say about the status for the NBA Finals. He will not uh, play tomorrow. Uh, We don't want to get ahead of ourselves right now. 
he's he's still just starting this process. Uh, we do have a few days, you know, here just to continue his work. I, I can't even make any kind of proclamation until he takes these next important steps, uh, and that's with contact and uh, and doing things more on the court live. Uh, and we'll just see. I mean, we're all encouraged by uh, you know his progress that he's made. Uh, but we want to continue to be responsible uh, and and make the best the decisions. Uh, he's not there yet. Now, TNT's Chris Haynes reported that the Heat expect Hero back for Game 3. Really? So, wow. Look what they've been able to do without him. Yeah. Right? So, if they get a weapon like Hero back in the finals, Game 3, back at home. Back at home. I think the first play that he's on the court, Jokic is going to call for the pick and roll. With Murray and Jokic, and they're just going at him relentlessly because he can't, he could barely defend me. Yeah. But I just came up with an idea. You what? see the Tyler Hero image they showed where he's got like the uh, the coral necklace and he's wearing bucket hats. We need to do a segment, Tyler Hero or Boy Bander, because he looks like he could be an NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. I know that's more you're in my <laughs> he's, era. He's in Miami. Jonas he's got Brothers. style. He's in that fashion world. He's yeah. got, he's got six styles. There it is. Look at that. I mean, yeah. he's got the hat backwards with the button up shirt. Yeah. Look at He's this. Got style. The Shannon Sharp sweater uh, with the necklace. Like I'd wear that sweater. Tyler Hero. I can't He's believe we it. have B-roll footage of Tyler Bucket Hat <laughs> Hero. I mean, he's styling. You know, he's he got is. like the Instagram girlfriend and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, he knows what's up. Yeah, okay. I own like Look at that. The winter hat. hats. Is that technically a knit hat? Yeah. That's oh, my gosh. Another bucket hat. Uh, that's, You're a little uh, jealous, aren't you, J-Mac? A little bit. No, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, come I'm on. Not. That's fun. Okay. Well, let's move to the NFL where the second overall pick, C.J. Stroud, is hard at work at Texans OTAs. Now, although Stroud started camp taking second team reps behind Davis Mills, the rookie is starting to take first team reps with practice now open to the media. And here's what head coach D'Amico Ryan had to say. CJ, again, he's progressing well. I think each day he continues to get better, continues to get more comfortable with the verbiage of the offense. Uh, his command of the huddle, I thought this week was been really good. Coming off the long weekend, it was very you know, eye-opening how on it he was, right? From the first day we got back through today, done an awesome job in our situational period. So he's, uh, he's definitely progressing in the right direction, and the sky's the limit for him. Now, it sounds like Ryan's handling expectations here a little, right? Because he was the second overall pick, so there's a lot of expectations. So there's going to be a lot of eyes on you. There's that question, did we make the right pick? And it's still very early, right? Because they've had the post-draft rookie minicamp May 12th through the 14th, and right. then OTA started May 22nd. But he is telling you what you want to hear. He, he's saying he's hitting all the positive yeah. Well, bullet points. Can, can you imagine if he came out and said anything remotely you negative? You like, can't. Hey, CJ Stroud, well, he's not really going, he's not where we thought he would be. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> no, Shatter the guy's confidence. Uh-uh. So I, I don't put a ton of stock. They, no, they're it, like a five-way it's, it's team. early. Uh, we have a producer on the on the staff here who is a big Houston Texans fan. Uh, and I, I think they're going to be just rough this year. Okay. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough one. Yeah. yeah. Cowherd loves them, though. Cowherd's all in. Is that on the, on the staff? Stroud. Is that... Greg Tui, yes, oh, okay. yes. I, I gave a shout out by name. Yes. I thought you were saying it's Colin. I was like, dang. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Uh, all right, Alex with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. All right, up next in Best for Last, Joker or Joking? Do that next. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental health podcast. And each week... We try to help turn our mental health issues into mental wealth. 
and we dive in with everyone from the world of sports and entertainment like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. So each week, listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer, a mental health podcast on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right. Best for last, Joker or Joking, starring Alex Curry. What do we got? Okay, so Joker means it's true. Okay. Joking means it's false. So I'm going to give you some facts about Jokic, and you're going to say Joker, which means it's true, or Joking, it's false. Got it. You ready? All right, I'll give it a shot. All right, first statement. Jokic's favorite TV show is Friends. Gotta be joking. Come on. No. And that's that's true. his favorite show? Yeah. Friends? Yeah. One of my hottest takes is Friends is unwatchable in reruns. Like, dirt, when it aired, it was awesome. But you can't watch an episode now with the laugh track and all that. Don't tell me you watch Friends reruns. Well, if it's on, it's a good oh. one. I'm, I'm more of like an office or a Parks yes. and Rec. If it's on, that's always kind of on in the background of our so, house. Uh, the Serbian likes Friends. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. All right. Next one. All for one. Jokic's... 
27.1 points per game in 2021 through 2022 was the highest scoring season in Nuggets history. Joking. Yes. Correct. Alex English, right? Yep. Knew it. He was a guest on the show last week. Yep. Nice try there, Scotty. (laughs) All right. Next one. No one saw Jokic get taken in the second round of the NBA draft because he was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. That is Joker. That is accurate. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. I watched the NBA draft. Yes, yes. It's really disrespectful to, to the Joker. Okay. Jokic was once injured off court by suffering wrist inflammation from signing too many autographs. That just doesn't seem... I'm going to go joking. Um, That's Joker. That's true. Damn it. Uh, Sorry, darn it. Uh, Yeah. Two misses. Yeah, missed practice and a few games back in Serbia. Wow. For signing too many autographs. All right. All right, next one. McDonald's released a limited-time value meal in Denver called Nikola Nuggets. Uh, now I'm all tw- now it's in my head because I thought the last one. This one sounds like a joke, but I'm gonna say Joker. Joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew it. You're right. Go with your gut. You got gut. me. You got Go me. With your ah, gut. That's good. All right. Jokic is the only NBA player to lead his team in all five major statistics: points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, and field percentage in the same season. Joker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jokic learned his nimble footwork by playing in flip-flops as a kid. Dang, this is tough. Um, I'll go with Joker. Joking. Dang it. (laughs) This is hard. I guess I I can't bag on Coward when he screws us up. This is difficult. Okay. Jokic owns the highest single-season player efficiency rating in NBA history. Joker. Yep. So the real stuff I'm good at, it's the yeah. fake stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what you can't get. Okay. <laughs> Jokic's uh, patented half step back, half fade away over the head shot is known <laughs> as you got served. Joking. Come on. Yeah. There's no way. All right. All right. <laughs> Jokic has the most regular season triple doubles by a center in NBA history. Ooh. So this is tough because it might be Will. I'll go with Joker. Oh, nice. Yeah. 105 career triple doubles, 27 more than Whip. Than okay. Yeah. Ready? So, a- NBA stats I'm good with, clearly. Yeah. Goodness. Okay, Jokic became the latest drafted player to win NBA MVP. Mm, seems like a trick, but I'll go Joker. Yep. Yes! Yeah. All right, I rebounded strong. Uh, we ran out of time for me to get up to like a B-plus range. Uh, all right, we will wrap up the show in uh, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.